Welcome to another episode of Vacation Rental Insiders Podcast. It's time to learn from Ryan and Lucas how to become a short-term rental property host and start a successful vacation rental business. Get ready to learn and be the best host you can be. And now your hosts, Ryan and Lucas. Hey, this is Ryan. And this is Lucas. And we're back with another episode of Vacation Rental Insiders. Today, we are going to talk about what exactly vacation rentals are, and specifically, what is Airbnb, what is VRBO, where did they come from, and what are they doing here? (laughs) All right. (laughs) almost sounds like we're doing a conspiracy (laughs) theory episode. What are they? Where did they come from? Okay, not a big mystery, though. Here's the the long and short of it. Um, Airbnb and VRBO are designed around the concept that a person who owns a piece of property should be allowed to rent it, here's the kicker, ready? Short-term rather than long-term. That's it, that's all it is, okay? Short-term rental versus long-term rental. We all know what long-term rentals are. You buy a piece of property, whether it's a commercial piece of property or residential, and you rent it to somebody on a lease for a term of uh, a year usually or more. If you really like the tenant, you can go more than a a year, maybe two. in a commercial space, obviously, that's an entirely different animal. That'd be several years. Um, but VRBO and Airbnb are essentially taking that concept, flipping on its head and saying, what if somebody only needed to rent for a week at a time, a day at a time even, right? Well, yeah, yeah. They had uh, VRBO really got its start first. It probably started 10, 15 years ago, way before we got into the game. Uh, with short-term rentals, but they really modeled it around a vacation rental. You know, instead of you going and booking a hotel room somewhere, you could go on to VRBO and uh, book a vacation rental. And people would do this because your standard hotel room that fits maybe three or four people would be $300 a night versus you could get a full-size condo that has a full-size kitchen and a balcony and an oceanfront view. And you with could all get the furnishings. With all the furnishings and all the utilities and, you know, internet, much more and space. Laundry. And laundry. Laundry, well. washer and dryer. Uh, you can get all of that for the same price or relatively right about the same price as you could a standard hotel room. And that's kind of where, uh, you know, VRBO started from. Uh, VRBO started, then HomeAway kind of popped up. Expedia came in and bought VRBO. Mm-hmm. And then they bought HomeAway. Yep. And then here as of 2020, Expedia has retired the HomeAway brand and really is just pushing VRBO. Now, they tried there. to merge them ahead of that, though. So there was a, there was a period of time when VRBO or HomeAway... You could put either one into a uh, browser, put the .com on it, and Correct. it would just redirect to each other. Correct. You, yep. you, they were literally seamless. You didn't know which was which because at, at the end of the day, they were the same person, the, the same, same entity, I should say, they were the same thing. for several years. And then, and then, like you say, yeah, uh, Expedia just said, eh, home away. We're done. See you. Bye. So it's just VRBO, and that is via Expedia. Um, and to be clear, um, one of the other differentiations between... VRBO and some of the more uh, recent uh, companies like Airbnb. Uh, the one of the differences is VRBO was really a luxury rental outlet, wouldn't you say? Yes. Uh, it was really high end properties. So not only were they different than what you could get at a hotel, they were much nicer than most hotels. Okay. Yep. Without, of course, jumping to the uber high-end uh, resort atmosphere. Yes. Um, yep, yep, yep. And if you if you are going to go to that really high-end resort, I think it's pretty fair to say that you could find a VRBO with the same layout, bedroom, bathroom-wise, and, and, and amenities uh, for the same money and get yourself more space yes. in a VRBO. That's kind of the, the kicker there. So um, uh, that's the VRBO story. Airbnb, on the other hand, is a little bit different. Uh, the CEO, the current CEO of 
Airbnb, started the company with two other gentlemen. I don't know their names off the top of my head and apologize to those guys. Doesn't matter for the purposes of our podcast here today. <laughs> Brian Chesky and his friends uh, were having trouble paying their rent in uh, San Francisco. Uh, as anybody knows about that area, the, the rents are out of control. Basically everything in California is so high price. Everything regarding <laughs> housing in California is it's out of control. Everybody who lives in California, what is going on? Why are you paying such high prices? Yeah, Revolt. I tell you, I would never nuts. pay the money they ask for things there. But that's just me. We're a couple of average dudes, obviously. <laughs> anyway, long story short, they, they couldn't pay the rent on their apartments. So they knew a an event was coming in town. And don't know where they listed it, but they listed their apartment for rent and they threw some airbeds in the apartment literally marketed it as an airbed and breakfast and they had it rented so some folks that were coming in town for this event rented their airbeds and so there there's the beginning of airbnb now obviously since then i believe that was uh oh shoot what year was that 2015 14 something like that um, anyway, by the time, uh, actually, no, it was sooner than that. It was earlier was, than that. It was like it was 2011. Yeah, yeah, because, because by 2014, 15, 16, they were, they were international, and they were um, responsible for making bookings for millions of people at the FIFA World Cup, as, as a matter of fact. Um, I read that in uh, yeah. Their in primary page. their primary market there is home shares, if right. I'm correct. And you know they're branching off into the vacation rental market, another place for you to list your vacation rental. But they really right. got their start in home shares and sharing your own home and renting a bedroom in your own right. short term. Right, exactly. So, so they're they're essentially that's the difference between VRBO and Airbnb. And as much as the folks that run Airbnb. Uh, probably would disagree with us. Um, it is still the differentiation in my opinion. Um, because if I listed some of my, uh, lower end, I'm just going to call them that, uh, properties on VRBO, I would get zero response for a two bedroom house in uptown Minneapolis (laughs) that is, you know, neat for people coming to the area for work or coming to be a tourist in the area. Um, but it is not a lakeshore property. Um, you know, it is not, uh, I'm not providing bicycles to hit the trails. You it know? is not a market on VRBO to list a, uh, bedroom in your average home. place. Yeah. Or a bedroom yeah. in your house. It, it's not, it's not even an option. It's not even an option. Yeah. When you, when you load a listing, it's not even an option. Airbnb on the other hand, uh, being that those were the roots, if you've got a room for rent in your home or you've got a one-bedroom uh, house or one-bedroom apartment. Let's say you've got, um, like one of my units is, uh, is a one-bedroom in the basement of another home. Um, it's got its own entrance. It's a walkout. It's got its own reserved parking and everything. Um, that is absolutely perfect on Airbnb. And again, I would get no responses on VRBO. Um, so Airbnb, having its roots in you know a bed for rent, a couch for rent, um, there's literally options on Airbnb to create a listing where you have um, four or five or more beds in the same room. You can literally rent a bed in a room with multiple other people. There's a, it's basically a hostel, right? That'd be a hostel. So, um, yeah, so there's a lot more flexibility on Airbnb and I, it, for some people that's going to result in more income opportunities, uh, versus VRBO. But if you have one of those properties that is considered a true vacation destination, VRBO and Airbnb are going to be um, you know, Lucas can probably speak to this better than I can, but I'm gonna I'm just gonna shoot it out there. It's gonna be 50-50. You're gonna get about 50% of your listing uh, bookings, I should say, from VRBO, and the other half might come from Airbnb. 
Uh, is that about right? Yeah, I do. I get, I get, uh, yeah, right around 50-50. It kind of just varies on the given year, but I will make the statement through vacation rentals, and this is obviously different for home shares, but I believe since VRBO has been around so much longer, you do have a better quality guest. They're experienced. From VRBO. They're an experienced, right. short-term renter, and, and they come prepared. They know what to expect. And they, they just overall quality of that guest seems to be better. How often would you say you get a zero review, zero time ever using it renter on VRBO? What, what do you mean by that? Like, like uh, they're fresh. They're fresh. Very renter. rare. Okay. It's very rare. Um, but even the people that do come seem to have uh, an understanding of the vacation rental. It's like right. the Airbnb people that come are just kind of like, you know, I don't want to use the word. and uh, But, it, you know, more or less clueless to kind of how the process goes right. they have a ton of questions and then even when you answer their questions they're just like you know they're expecting some concierge hotel service right to meet them and right right and, and vrbo guests aren't like that i was just going to say there's there's a, a ton of and and you know not to bring up the pandemic but um since the pandemic uh there has been a lot of airbnb users that pop up that want to request to book our places uh, i know you've seen it as well as i have yes. um zero reviews just joined the platform and said to themselves, well, it's a pandemic. I don't want to walk in a hotel with all these people's dirty hands touching everything. If I go rent a home and try out this Airbnb thing, um, maybe that's a safer environment. And they're absolutely right. They are. So as a host, we have seen um, just a lot of new guests that are not experienced. And so, you know, it's been a learning curve for the guest. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and it's been a learning curve for the hosts. Right. And we, we have had to adapt to that um, clientele. And I'll tell you what, personally, I'm happy to have them. I'm, I'm very pleased to see all these new people joining Airbnb because that just means to me that every single one that gets their you know uh, first stay, uh, their inaugural stay out of the way, and they stay at one of my houses, and I as a host then you know, give them all the detailed instructions I can, I get them comfortable with the process, with the check-in, with the check-out, how to park, how to get in a house with a keypad versus a key, da da da, da all that stuff. Um, once they're cozy, I know they're going to either come back to my house the next time they're in town, or they're going to go to another Airbnb host, uh, either in my city or another one. And what that means to us is that the brand is getting bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger because the folks that didn't use VRBO before are now using Airbnb and Correct. collectively that market is getting bigger and that is good for all of us. So for, for those of you that are not a host yet, um, good news, it's getting bigger. Um, it's, and, and you know, we might as well just it's point it It's a good time out. to get in. Right. Because here's the thing, every person that stays in an Airbnb and doesn't stay in a hotel, that's a private small business owner like us who's now making some money. Um, and I, you know, I hate to say it, but Hilton and Marriott and the rest of them, it's their market share we're getting here. Um, and that's good for us. And small businesses run this country, okay? Uh, the more small business owners we have, the better for the country. I, I, I want more people in this country owning businesses versus more people having jobs. Yes. Okay? Yes. So if, if, if this is uh, even remotely, you know, something that interests you, Keep that in mind. You're going to end up as a business owner with this, and you're going to be getting your piece of the pie, so to speak. So yeah, um, and I want to put like a little last touch on this episode. Is uh, I want uh, you know Ryan and I to give you guys some tips, but uh, you know I want you to guys to be able to have the financial freedom 
you know, to kind of break away from that eight to five. And if there's anything to take away from this episode, that's what we want is to give you the financial freedom uh, to get away from the eight to five. That's right. And just keep in mind that, as we said, the, the market share is getting bigger. The opportunity is still here. So if anybody tells you, oh, yeah, there's so many Airbnbs already in that neighborhood or your city, it doesn't matter. Uh, go look at Starbucks. Go look at McDonald's. Um, there's one around the corner. You you can put a McDonald's three blocks from another McDonald's if the market is right, okay? Yep. It's, it's just that simple. So don't don't let that thwart you that there might be others in your city and, and already. And for crying out loud, you can be different. You can paint yours a funny color and make it unique. It doesn't matter, okay? It's all about marketing. We're going to get into all that down the road. We won't get into that now. But, but hey, uh, listen, don't forget to rate us, please. It helps other people like you find us. And subscribe to our channel so that you never miss an episode, all right? Till next time, be the best host you can be and get that money. Get that money. All right. Thanks for listening to the Vacation Rental Insiders podcast. Please remember to rate us so other smart people just like you can find us. And hit that subscribe button so you never miss an episode. Until next time, be the best host you can be.